Well, it's been a minute. Uh, yep. Sorry for the lack recording, of posts. Uh, we're at, left Detroit. We're actually recording this before we even dropped Twilight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you're, so. But over the next few weeks, we'll start hitting somewhat of a schedule. So we uh, we almost we almost Maybe. like to like we probably you know what Josh we like to once in a while we like to starve the audience yeah of us like we like to we just go on a hiatus just it's like where do they go and then you crave us and you want us and it it builds mystery there you go yeah. <laughs> it it, ma- it makes people start asking questions like where are they <laughs> what happened to them. What is cinematic door? What is life? So, what is life? What is a cinematic door? What is a cinematic door? So, welcome to episode twenty-seven or twenty-eight, whatever episode it is. High twenties, eleven of the Cinematic Doors podcast, a movie review podcast where we review or give our opinions on your favorite movies, movies. or we just chat just about jibber jabber or whatever, uh, and. We are going to be reviewing, uh, or before we say what we're reviewing today, we're actually going to do our social plugs. So you can interact with us, especially when we're interacting with you. Uh, You can go onto our socials, go onto Instagram at cinematic underscore doors, and uh, you can DM us on there, follow us on there. We will post once in a while, and you can even let us know what movies you want us to review through that platform. So Instagram, cinematic underscore doors. Twitter at cinematic doors, Gmail at or Gmail is cinematic doors at gmail.com and TikTok Uh-oh, cinematic doors. And how do you spell doors, Josh? D O R E S. One E. Don't forget. So it sounded like two E's there. Like Dories. D O R E S. Yeah. Not Dories. No. Not Dory. No. It's doors. Stores. And today. We have an exciting episode. We are reviewing. Uh, by the way, we did get some requests for movies that we will review soon. So John Wick 4, we, we're going to we review. We have filmed one of them. Right, right. Twilight's going to go up. Okay, so here's what's happening. Today we are reviewing Spider-Verse or Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Across, across the Spider-Verse. The Spider-verse. Right. And then uh, the first one was Into the Spider-Verse, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So, and that's, it, it's got Father's Day tones and themes Josh was highlighting. Because there's a father in it. There's lots of fathers. There's lots of father stuff happening for yeah. good and bad. So we're, we're going to, fathers. we're going to post this are, one this week. Uh, canon event. Right. So we're going to post this one this week. And then next week we'll be posting Twilight for sure. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> And it's gonna be so all over the place with how if you listen to them in order, it's gonna be like <laughs> what? This one was obviously recorded before this one. Well, there's it's actually not super obvious in listening to it. So is it? And there's even a okay. few more well, things I... I can take out to make it. But anyways, that's what's happening. And so and then uh either probably two weeks after that we'll be posting our John Wick 4. So we are gonna we're not going totally gone in the summer. We will be posting stuff in the summer and uh, might be different kind of content too, depending on our schedules. I don't know, but Josh, if you just want to go on a rant about me one episode and just say everything bad about Jordan. And it might be just Jordan 
talking to himself. Well, there's You're I right. do yeah, have a friend. Yeah, Jordan, that's a good that's a good thought, Jordan. Josh, I was Thanks, gonna Jordan. I was I should do it. I, really I should good. do one like that. <laughs> yeah. And like edit it like that. Like where different yeah. it's a lot of work, but I might do that. That's funny. Hey, it's worth it. Um, it's worth it for the bit. If this is okay with I mean, I have an idea. I've been talking Are you planning on replacing me? I've been talking to a friend. I mean, unless you You're gonna watch, replace the door. Unless you watch the show, Josh. But succession. Yes. We okay. I've been talking to someone about doing a deep dive on that show for an episode. So um, I don't have time to watch succession right now. So Right. Right. So and I won't talk about it anymore. Not this episode. So good. Because you keep bringing it it's up only the... and it's kind of like, like as good as it is, which I don't actually know if it's good. <laughs> you're making me really not want to yeah, like, watch only... it because you just keep being like, this show God, is amazing. Godfather vibes. Out of this world. I don't know. There's something about you recommending a show or a movie over and over that makes me want to watch it less. Well, Josh, get used <laughs> to it. Uh, okay. When I gush, I do gush. So, and today... Yeah, I'm not going to say anything. So, anyways. Uh, well, you already said everything. Everything. It's done. Episode's over. So, that's kind of what we're, we'll, we'll be expecting the next few weeks. We did get one more request. I cannot remember off the top of my head. John Wick 4. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I wrote, wrote it down somewhere else. I should have the notes in front of me. There is one more suggestion that we got that we will do. Uh, and... Uh, we are going to go see Oppenheimer. Oh, it's The Shining. For sure. Oh, The Shining. That's For right. my brother. And we are going to go. So we're <laughs> going to hit those three movies. Don't worry. We're not ignoring you. I'm going to post to social media this weekend. I'm going to try to be. We are ignoring the, my brother. To Instagram. Um, whatever. So we, we're we not dead uh, on the side of the road in Detroit. That's what you think. I only got robbed a few times last well, week in Detroit. You don't know. We but. could be some skinwalkers. Some yeah, some like uh invasion of the body snatchers. Yeah. Stuff going on. By the way, it's another good movie that we should know. review. Or another good movie suggestion that we should review. Which movie is this? Uh Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Like the first remake. Oh. The one I don't I've never heard of that. The one with uh Donald Sutherland. Keith Kiefer Sutherland's yeah. dad and Jeff Goldblum. Oh. Wow. And it's like made in the 70s, I think, late 70s. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> okay. So, I don't know what to say. Josh, um, let's just do quick updates and then we'll get on to our review. But uh, what, what, how is life? What is life with you? Oh. What have you been watching? What are some things you, uh, what have you been up to? What's, how's it going? Um, I have been watching a show and it's because I went to see this. Uh, Spider-Man with my friend and she recognized um, sp- uh, sp- or Peter B. Parker's voice as Nick from New Girl and so yes. we've been watching New Girl <laughs> and yeah. And how are you liking it? I heard it's good. It's it's alright. It's kind of it's a, it's a show. It's a good show just to have on it's one of those shows. It's like, a, it's like a sitcom, right? Like a sitcom without laugh tracks, yeah. but it's a sitcom. I think it's fun. Oh, yeah. No, I don't watch things with laugh tracks. So You're missing out. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, New Girl's good. It's um, Zoe Deschanel. I love Zoe Deschanel. Interesting. 
Yeah, lover. I don't know. It's other than that, I haven't really been watching anything. My life has been good. I've just been living out. I can just hit, chill at the beach. Yeah, out at camp, right? And every day. Yeah, I bought myself a hammock. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. It was super expensive, but worth every penny. Even though we don't have pennies here in Detroit. Um But yeah, I don't know. Like other than that, it's fairly similar to every other week. Okay. Since I moved to camp. <laughs> living life. Just living life. You have party shark in the back there. Yeah. Just living life, eh? Yeah. Well that's good. Uh yeah. How about watching. you? You like I don't know. You left Detroit. I did. I went to Vancouver for a week. Well, Abbotsford, but Oh, and you went to Canada. That was <laughs> Yeah, crossing the border was just they locked me was in this they locked me in this room and strapped me to the wall oh. and no. <laughs> Canadians are vicious. <laughs> yeah, we um yeah, flying to Canada is always a good time, but we uh yeah, I went to a retreat for my work, so and then I added some extra days on, saw some people I haven't seen in years, so that was really nice. Uh, I was yeah, going to watch this movie, but I didn't have time, so I watched it when I got back. Um, I didn't really. I was like, should I go to see a movie or should I go to the mountain tonight? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a really tough decision, yeah, Jordan. I'm like, oh, or should I go to downtown Vancouver <laughs> uh, for the day? Hey, to yeah. be fair, <laughs> to be fair, it is it is hard to pick between spider verse and a mountain. Well, we'll so. get to that, but yeah. So anyways, we, um, we, yeah, I rented a car, which I love when I go to places. I love renting cars, especially when they're so cheap. My car rental was so what cheap. How did you get? It was just like a little Toyota. A mini Cooper. I don't even know what it was. It was a hatchback. So it wasn't a Corolla. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was. I don't oh, know. Nice. But it was like probably 2018 little Toyota. And I love, uh, I just love like having, like going to a place where I'm like on retreat and then being able to drive anywhere and just go on my own accord. You know what I mean? Like we, we were, we we were going to go see a movie uh, on the first night. Like I was going to take some people, but Mm -hmm. we ended up just chatting and like, and hang out instead of, but just nice to have that option and like just to leave the retreat when I did and go see friends. And I went and like went to the high school that I went to, like I went, took pictures of the high school. I went to high school in. And you got arrested. Nope. No, not this time. Uh, only in, <laughs> nope, only in Detroit. Yeah. Uh, no, lucky ducky. When one of my friends that I went to high school with, I went to prom with her. I visited her family. Oh, and we're still good it's friends crazy. and we're actually friends with their like hiding our friends with their family. And, uh, we, she lives where I grew, like she lives in the townhouses I grew up in. So she, I went and like took pictures and they all look the same, but she doesn't, she doesn't live in the one I lived in, but she lives in the same co-op. So I uh-huh. took pictures of that and it was pretty strange. Not gonna lie. I was, yeah. <laughs> Very nostalgic. Very nostalgic. Yeah. It feels like, a trip through nostalgia. Well, like my wife is from Saskatchewan. Like I moved out to Saskatchewan 
And like when I moved out to Saskatchewan, that was like the start of the next part of my life. You know what I mean? Like my wife was from here. My family Mm -hmm. was moved here. And so it does feel like two totally different, like obviously different parts of my life, but like it feels like two different lives. You know what I mean? And I was such a Mm -hmm. different person back then versus now, but it was really nice. It was honestly really nice to see people like nicer than I thought it would be. Like I, I thought it would be nice, but. I'm really glad I went and saw people instead of just being on my own and like doing touristy stuff. It was really nice to catch up. And, mm-hmm. and it's the first time I've seen, cause my dad pastored there for 12 years. So yeah. it was the first time visiting there since my dad passed away. So it was really nice to see people. I think it was wow. nice for them too. So, and we just like, didn't, didn't just talk about the past. Like you blessed them we, with your presence. I don't, well, that's a, <laughs> It's it's a weird thing, Josh. Like it's a weird. Someone was like, "Oh, you really sound like your dad." I'm like, "Okay, that's a bit." In my head, I'm like, "That's a bit strange." Like that person saying that, who used to talk to my dad on the phone quite a bit before he, you know, after he moved, mm-hmm. and like, you know where people are coming from, right? So, um, yeah. What was really cool is this youth I used to babysit. Like I used to babysit him and his sister. I didn't know this, but I was visiting with another family on the Saturday morning. And then they were like, hey, we have a baby shower this afternoon, so we can't visit for long. I said, oh, whose shower is it? He's like, oh, it's Dylan's shower. And then I used to babysit him and his sister. And then she was like, wait, I'm just going to text his sister and see if it's like an open shower. So they texted them and it was an open shower. So I went and bought a gift and went to the shower. Oh, I could have come. You could have came, yeah. So... It was really cool to like go to this and he's having a baby and his sister has had a baby and I got to hold it. Did it make you feel old? Yeah, a little bit, but it was like really cool. (laughs) It's weird because like, because his sister is quite a bit younger than me. She's like 23 or 24. Mm -hmm. And so that's 10 years younger than me uh, for all the math whizzes out there. But her baby is closer in age to my kids like because we had kids later right so like her baby's mm-hmm. five months old and all of is a year so we waited so long to have kids so like the they kids can be best friends doesn't feel weird but oh that's that's actually kind of strange that your kids are the same age as kids right the kids of the people you babysat right so and this is honestly i'm not <laughs> oh. complaining or anything this is how it's been kind of hard finding we have friends, but it's been kind of hard finding friends because of that. Like we find kids that are similar age to our kids, but the people are like sometimes 11 or 12 years younger than us, you know, and that's not a terrible I mean, thing. There's they're me. still friends. Like, like I'm not saying they're not friends, but it's just not, we're not in the same mode of life, time of life. Like it's just different. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's, I mean, you're you're like 13 years older than me. <laughs> yes, yes, I am. <laughs> so, so it's it's good to know that even when I'm not talking to you, that something makes you feel old. <laughs> and it's not just me. Because usually it's my job to make you feel. Yeah, old. I don't I don't feel old yet. Like I don't feel I feel weaker, like physically. Well, you are old, so you I... should feel old. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But uh, yeah, anyways, it was like really, uh, it was cool. Like it was fun to go away. I, I kind of wish I stayed one more day, but. Um, what, what would you have done on that one day? Uh, 
I think like just visit more people or maybe not even that. Maybe, maybe like not pack as much in in one day and like visit a few people, go to Vancouver and do something. And then, you know what I mean? Um, Granville Island. Yeah. I didn't go there this time. Didn't have time. Um, Stanley Park. I did go there. Yeah. I went, went around, went around the seawall on a bicycle, which is, I, I always do that. Whenever I go to Vancouver, that's like what I do. Um, yeah. And I always try to do the chief hike, which I got to do. So, um, chief hike. Yeah, it's called the Squamish or this the. Well, it's a Squamish chief. There's another name for it. I can't pronounce it. Top of my head, but it's uh, you literally climb a mountain. It's awesome, and you get to the top of the mountain. So I recommend. Uh, it's on the way to Whistler. So just go on the Sea to Sky Highway if you're ever in Vancouver. Have you ever go to Squamish and go on the chief? Have you ever been to the Enchanted Forest? Yes, as a when I grew up there, I did. Yeah, yeah, I did. I remember going there as a kid. It's amazing at Christmas. Is it? Yes, there's Christmas lights everywhere and decorations. It's. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I'm I think, never really there in Christmas. I think they do a Halloween thing too, where they do spooky stuff in there, which is kind of fun. Oh, that's. Hey, speaking of Halloween, did you see that Universal Studios Orlando? is building a Last of Us haunted house. Really? Yeah, they just announced it. I thought you were going to say, did you know, or did you see that the Haunted Mansion movie is coming out? Oh, yeah, it is. Ooh, that ride is yeah. so good. I I waited in line to go in that, and then I ended up leaving because we only had one day there. Yeah. Uh, but I wish I went on. Do you know, like, okay, so when you went to Disney, Josh, and you had a day, right? Yeah. You know how you, like, mm-hmm. had a good time, but you still wish, oh, I wish I would have had one more day. So it wasn't yeah. as, like, packed or, like, rushed feeling. That's how I felt. Yeah. That's how I felt. I mean, yeah. like, yeah, and half of the day at Disney, it was us losing people and then not getting on a ride. And then, so it was actually really tragic. Sounds like ministry. <laughs> the first half of Disney. But then, um, the second half of the day, we got on pretty much every other ride with the Disney Genie, the Genie Plus. Plus thing. Yeah. yeah, you have to be efficient when you go to Disney, especially if you're only there for a couple of days or a day. Yeah. So yeah, we, we managed to get on all of the big rides. Nice within half a day so that's good yeah you can usually that's a success if you go at rope if you you know if you ever go again when you go again josh you can get on everything Mm -hmm. in a day you just go at rope drop and you Mm -hmm. just know which rides are the busiest and you hit those first oh we we went to the star wars one yeah you just hit those ones first and did you get to go in indiana jones yeah oh that one's so good and they don't have that one at worlds i i would go back to land just for that one that was a good ride. It is a good ride. Um, the yeah. Pirates one was closed, sadly. Oh, that's lame. That's a, It's not like exhilarating. It's just a classic. Yeah. Yeah. And then I didn't get to go on the... Oh, what is it? You, that classic. Did you go on movie. Space Mountain? It's a, oh, it's a small world after all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or whatever it's called. If you're only there. For a day, don't go on that one. We were gonna go on it, but we didn't get. Yeah, I went on Space Mountain. Yeah, yeah. You know what's crazy? I went on. Oh, and then Credit Coaster. That one's sweet. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's cool. Uh, I've been to Disneyland three times now, and every time, actually four. Yeah, four. And every time I've been, the Matterhorn has been closed. (laughs) 
I'm, oh, I didn't go on I'm that I've never one. been on the Matterhorn because it's always been closed. <laughs> well, maybe we'll have to duel on the Matterhorn. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't forgot about your that trip idea to go to Disneyland or World. Like, I'm... Yeah, we one should day, go one day. One day. I'm down. He's so fun. It's uh, I love rides, and, like, I still don't get sick on them. Like, I went on... Oh, I love rides. Too. I went on the Velocicoaster eight times in one day at when we went to Orlando and like, I could have gone more. It's so good. So, and Heidi's like, don't you get sick? Like Heidi's like, aren't you old now? Like, don't you get sick? I'm like, nope. (laughs) Even your wife is calling you old. (laughs) Yeah. And she's older than me. (laughs) Oh, we went on one one story and then we'll get moving, (laughs) I guess. But we went on, uh, you remember the roller coaster West Edmonton mall? Like that used to be there. The, oh, mind the mind bender, bender. yeah. So, oh, Kate, I've wanted to go on that for so long, but I could never get like bring up. I could never had the guts to do it, right? And then I really wanted to go on it this year. Oh, it's close. but they shut it down, yeah. and I'm like, no. So moving, why would you do this? Moving forward, Josh, like especially if you travel somewhere. One thing that's really helpful is to have someone with you that will not take no for an answer. Like that will literally abuse you to go on the ride. Yeah. Um, I was a child, so. Okay. Well, I guess that shows my age. But I took when I took my brothers, like when we went to Universal Orlando, I said, like Noah saw, he's he's 16. He saw... Mm -hmm. The Velocicoaster. He's like, Jordan, I don't know if I can do it. I said, Noah, when's the last time? When's Sorry, when's the next time you're going to be here? When are you coming back? And then I looked up the Velocicoaster and I said, this is like rated third best roller coaster in the world. This is like a world record breaking roller coaster. And I said, and then you're wow. not going to go on it? And he just looked at me. <laughs> like He's like, yeah, I'll go on it. And he loved it. He kept going on it again. Yeah. Like it, it was his idea to finish the day going on the ride just on loop, right? And so Yeah. Well, for me, first time. I'm more yeah. like that now. Yeah. Like I want to go on things. Like when I was at Six Flags, I went on like pretty much everything except for one because I didn't want to pass out. Right. <laughs> um, but I went on like all the crazy ones. Um, but yeah, no, and mindbender. You just have to just go on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. X2 in uh, Six Flags Magic Mountain in California. Yes. It's like a... Yeah. That's a crazy roller that coaster. Is, that thing is awesome. But I loved it so much. That was so much fun. Did you go on Goliath? Did you spin? No, that's the one I didn't oh, go on. That one's pretty sweet too. Because there's no lap. There's no yeah. uh, bar up top again. The next time I go, I'll go on that one. That one's got a wicked drop. It's so high. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. so good. Oh, I love roller coasters. Um, so I took Heidi on the Mindbender. Well, we went on the Mindbender <laughs> when we first got married. And that was the last ride she's ever been on. Like she she does like kitty rides now. Really? But I remember we're on like You we, really bent you we, really bent her mind. We go down the first hill and then I'm like, Whoa, my arms are up. Like it's so crazy, right? And then and that ride is rickety. It's so rickety. I've had friends pass out on that yeah, ride. And it's the reason they pass out is because it's really fast and it turns really sharp because it's inside. So it just, mm-hmm. you, you do get quite a few G's on it and that's what makes you pass out. Yeah. And so um, anyways, we're in the middle hump 
like near the gentler part of the roller coaster, I look over at her. I'm like, isn't this awesome? And she, her eyes are closed. And she's like, I'm not okay. I'm not okay. <laughs> Just so mad at oh, me. Oh, man. And then, anyways, she... You had to sleep on the couch after well, that. We drove home. Like, she was so sick the rest of the trip. Because I was we're visiting my grandma. Uh-huh. And she was, like, burping egg fart burps <laughs> in <Ew>. the car. <laughs> I was like, do you need to stop? Like, do you need to go to the washroom? She's like, no, those are my burps. I was like, oh. <laughs> it was funny. Um, so, wow. that was funny. Yeah. Speaking of Disney, this movie is not Disney. No, it is but not. But it is Marvel. <laughs> associated with Marvel. And you can tell it's only associated with Marvel. Because it's good. <laughs> okay, so we're going to review. Let's get into the movie. <laughs> let's review Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Woo! Good segue, Josh. Okay, so this movie is... I know. Uh, has I'm a, a lot. professional, you know. This movie has tons of people in it. Uh, like you said... Yeah, Nick Peter, Miller, Nick Peter Miller. B. Barker, or Par- Barker. Parker is played by Barker. Jake Johnson. I, Oscar Isaac's in it. He plays Miguel. There's Spider-Man. Haley. Spider-Man. Haley Steinfeld's in it. Uh, we got Spider-Man. Do you know what? Hey, you know where Haley Steinfeld is from, or Steinfeld? Um, Twilight. Nope. She is from. I actually have no idea. She is. I've heard the name. Kate Bishop in Hawkeye, the show. Oh, and she's wait, awesome. she's, she's awesome. Who does she voice act? She plays Gwen Stacy. She plays Gwen. Yeah. And then Shamik Moore plays Miles Morales, who's the main actor. Yes. Uh, yeah. Like Daniel Kaluuya is in it. He plays Hobie Brown. Uh, Jason Schwartzman's yeah. in it. Who's been in. He hasn't been in something in a long time, actually. So he's in it. And tons of people made this movie. It's got three directors. Joaquim Dos Santos, Kemp Powers, Justin K. Thompson. By the way, typically animated movies have lots of directors. Uh, mm-hmm. And then this is written by Phil Lord, Chris Miller, David Callahan. Yes. I don't know any of those people. <laughs> uh, it is produced by Amy Pascal, who produced everything before Endgame for the MCU. Oh. So she actually produced so Endgame. The good stuff? The good stuff, yeah. And the only mm. stuff she's, she's produced after that was the Spider-Man movies, the two Spider-Man movies. So she's like closely tied to Spider-Man. But yeah, she's... you can tell... I'm I'm so glad to be... Wait, Andy Samberg was in this movie? Uh, I'm looking at a full (laughs) list. I don't see him listed here. What is he... I see it right there. What what character is he? He was... Ben Riley or uh I can't see the scar or something. Well there you go. Yeah. I mean there's so, probably lots of cameos oh, in this JK movie. JK Simmons is in it? Yes. Like there's quite a few cameos because there's tons of quick Toby moments. Toby Maguire. Like Donald Glover's in it. Oh it's right. a huge yeah. deep cut, right? So okay. If you're listening to this, yeah. we're going to spoil this. But Josh, 
so go watch this movie. What are you doing with your life? Uh, yeah. Josh, what- I watched this movie opening night. So yes. So I did not expect. I saw it. I did not expect to open watch it opening night. I really wanted to, but I ended up going. Okay. You, tell your story. Sorry. Tell your story. Um, and I got a collectible ticket and it's my, my theater cool. was awful. There was this guy behind these teenagers. Oh, these teenagers. <laughs> They're just annoying people behind me. And they just kept talking and talking and talking. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> just watch this yeah, that piece sucks. of art. That's <laughs> like, the worst. I, I had that experience when I saw the, A Quiet Place too. So that movie's really oh. quiet. <laughs> and people, I almost walked out. I was so mad. Anyways. That's fair. Um, so Josh, what did you, I had a great theater experience. I was the second, there's only one other person in the theater. And I went yesterday. I went what? last night. So, That's crazy. Uh, Josh, what did you think of this movie? Oh my goodness. I'm going to see it again. <laughs> this movie, I did not think i had i didn't watch a single trailer when i was in theaters watching other movies and the trailer would come on i would literally put my airpods in blast it and like close my eyes because mm-hmm. i did not want to watch any of the trailers mm-hmm. um like i had high expectations and they were met and then like it they Exceeded. went above and beyond <laughs> and i was just like i was absolutely like i was just mind blown like this movie like I just I don't even know what to say. Like it's so it was like I don't know how be? you I don't know how you can make a sequel that is just as good and maybe even better. I have to watch it again right. to decide if it's better. Like it's just like I'm thinking about my top five animated movies. And I'm like I can't have both of these in my top five. <laughs> like that's it seems like it's cheating. <laughs> Do you think it's better than the first one? I, I don't know. Like the first one, I watched it again after and I like I still love that movie. There's parts of it that I didn't realize were in it still. Like I can watch that movie over and over again and not get bored of it. So I, I need to watch this movie again and like see if, if it stands the test of time. Right. But like really this movie is a masterpiece. Is this and it just, Josh? Just, is before we get into details and my thoughts, uh, is this movie a better multiverse movie than Everything yes. Everywhere All at Once? Is it the best? Oh, is it the best? Then Everything Everywhere yes. All at Once. Is it the best multiverse movie? Because that's the question that was in my head when the credits at the screen. See, Jordan, that is a loaded question because, like, I. It's really. I thought you were gonna say better than like. Well, it's it's the Doctor it's Strange. the best comic book multiverse movie. It's ever. the best yeah. Marvel. Yeah, yeah. I haven't um, seen the Flash yet either. I really want to go see that. The thing That's is, kind of a multiverse movie too. Okay. Everything everywhere all at once is very different. They both take it from a different standpoint. Um, like I I can't even compare the two because. I don't know. I don't if know. I agree. It's just. Really? Like, you don't think that her, like, channeling the energy of someone from a different universe are you talking about, and are then talking, bringing it to are you talking about the universe? method, like, the rules and the method? Are yeah, the method. Well, yeah, but the way... That's not what I'm really talking about. Like, I think 
first of all, both, both of these I, multiverses are very well constructed, right? Mm -hmm. The implications of both of them fit the story really well. And like, mm -hmm. I just think the multiverse is a stronger presence in this movie. And it has one of the best twists. Like the multiverse lends to oh. one of the best twists I've seen. I was since the Sixth Sense. Hey, I think I think I know what you're talking about. You know what I mean? Like I, and I think it's a bit more of a front character because, like in in Everything Everywhere All Once, it kind of takes a backseat to the drama, which is fine. Like it kind of does. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. In this one, it doesn't that's really take a backseat. Everything, everything, everywhere, all at once is building a multiverse for its movie. It's going to stay within that movie. Yes. Probably. That's a great it's point. Not gonna, That's exactly what I was trying to hit on. Building yes. up, it's not building up more for other movies. And so in that way, you can't really compare it because Spider-Verse is building up a multiverse for the these movies and Marvel and how well, it works in Marvel. It's, it's even it's not even building up, Josh. It's tapping into... Everything yeah, so, Spider-Man. So comics, like deep cuts in comic, so like, like literal comic drawings are in this yeah. movie. Uh you have the Donald Glover no, stuff. No, there's a lot the, more. There's from the live action. There's Lego. There's Lego, and it's all here. Like it's all Yeah. And right. so in that way, like the it's I, I find it really difficult to compare these movies because they're both like amazing movies that did the multiverse right. Yes, I agree with that. And so I'm like, why should I even compare them? Because they should just be praised in their own senses. Mm -hmm. Like, it just feels wrong. It to just... Be like, ah, the reason fight. I think there's a lot of comparison... Like throwing it in the pen and being like, fight, guys. The, re the reason I thought there's lots of comparison, I still would say... This is where I would disagree in, in some ways. I This movie is shot. I know it's an animated movie, but it it's very rapid in its shots mm -hmm. right it feels very much i guess yeah. it's high energy like everything everywhere all once was and i've only seen the first movie once this movie for this like i've only seen oh, so i'm gonna watch I've it again seen that movie like five times right so like i don't even i can't even say which one's better than the other because it'd be recency bias for me um yeah but and that's the thing i don't want to this make a, movie josh a statement without knowing is yeah this movie is incredible I could not believe. Oh. Uh, first of all, okay, let's just talk about the I, let's just talk about the animation. Okay, let's like okay. Let's, well, let's talk I about mean, the storytelling this, in feet. Like this, this is this whole time. I have been hyping up this animation. Spider Verse is an influential film. It has created. It has escaped. Uh, what am I saying? It has built a path. For animation to be successful and you've seen things like uh mitchell's versus the machines and uh what's it called puss in boots and all these movies oh even bad guys mm -hmm. build off of what spider-verse did and so and they somehow made what the first one did right and added more to it mm -hmm. and it just like i'm <laughs> I need to watch this movie again because it is... And that's the thing. This movie isn't a movie you just watch once and then you're done. You need to watch this again. There's so much happening. You need to like... Like breathe it in. Well, okay. So this... 
This movie is not okay. So this movie is the best animated movie of the year. It's probably going to mm-hmm. be the best movie of the year. And this mm-hmm. movie is miles past anything Pixar has done, even since Toy Story. Miles. <laughs> um, the reason why this animation is so good, and it's more similar to anime than it is to proper CG animation, which, by the way, I think CG animation has killed animation. I don't like it. I never loved it. Womp, womp. And I... And I'm going to talk about the reasons for that. There are moments in this movie where the animation is, it's like poetry. The animation is revealing to you what's going on within the character. So the, the one of the greatest moments mm-hmm. of this is when Gwen Stacy is, is um, has that moment after she comes back from the multiverse, like the, all the Spider-Man, like the earth, future earth. And she has that moment mm-hmm. with her dad in the room and he reveals to her that he is given up, like he's quit being a cop, right? And that whole scene where she's like yelling at him and lashing out at him with her emotions and the animation, her room behind her starts dripping like an oil painting, like an oil painting that's wet, right? So all the the, the mm. fine lines of the room and the cupboard and the TV all start dripping and molding into one another because her character is emotional and lashing out and like everything seems to be kind of going chaotic in her brain. And it's, and you notice it in the background where it's slowly dripping, like the walls, it looks like the paint is rubbing off. And then when he reveals to her that he's no longer going to be a cop, she, it flips because she knows, Hey, my dad's not going to die. Right. Because of the inevitable storytelling trope of spider-man mm-hmm. losing someone and it goes from dark physically darker colors to like this bright white color and like mm-hmm. and then they hug they embrace like she throws a web at him and brings him towards her and like that those moments that's just one scene in this movie where that is happening yeah. whether it's in the action or whether it's in a fast-paced moment or when the movie slows down like the animation lends to what's happening within the characters. And that is something that Pixar has never done. That is something that CG isn't really known for and hand-drawn animation. And even if it's infused with CG, which this movie I think is infused with CG, but it is hand-drawn. It pulls from anime in that way where the animation is telling the story and showing what's happening within the characters. And that's like the strength of animation. You know what I mean? And I mean, and the thing is, um, they've wanted it to be true to the comics. Yes. And so in comic books, you can't you can't express things through your emotions as well. You're limited to face. Um, well, it would be it would be how the face is drawn. Face. And so you have to use it would be colors, colors, the environment. Right? Yes. Like it would be. And so that's like that's their thing. Yeah. It would be colors, like it would be, like lots of Batman's comics are really dark in the background, right? Like mm-hmm. kind of noirish, and and some of Spider-Man's, like Craven the Last Hunt, one of the greatest Spider-Man comics ever written, is like that. It's kind of noirish, right? And everything's mm-hmm. kind of sharp-edged, dark in the background. And this movie had moments where it was sharp-edged and noir-like, with like blade runner-esque music playing in the background and it had 
other animation style. Like that's the thing that this movie blew me away with. Like how many animation styles are in this movie? And There's it so all many. works. And it's it's a new one for each um dimension. And honestly, I thought it was so cool to see um like the almost like paper mache. Yes. Like Leonardo da Vinci. The old school vulture like, and even the old oh yeah. Like it was so cool to see that. I'm like, this is that's when I realized I'm like, this movie's gonna be wild. And the other Spider-Man, I I don't know, I don't even know what kind of Spider-Man he was, but he had like the 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 spike mask. Oh, and then yeah. he pulled off his Maybe. mask and he's like, I thought you couldn't even get any cooler, but you're cooler. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> I didn't think you could get cooler. But he was like his name was like Moby or Spider Punk. And he's played by the guy in Nope. Oh yes, and he's the character that leaves the the extra watch for Spider Gwen or uh, yeah. for yeah for my for Gwen yeah. Stacy yeah. yeah so and this movie oh my goodness Josh this movie is so good I didn't, <laughs> by the way so this is a part one of two and I didn't re- I. I if I weren't if the person I didn't go with didn't tell me that before well, I didn't know that I would not have known yeah and so in the end I was like there's no way this movie's gonna finish no and I'm like when is this gonna end and it keeps going right. on and I'm like oh this is just and the music I'm like this up. is literally so intense yeah. and I'm like <laughs> I'm like I don't want this to end but like please end my suffering now because I'm like I just don't know how much more I can take and then they drop this huge reveal and I'm like what no this and then it ends and i'm like we well, you know what i was thinking at the end josh I'm just i was broken. like it can't end here it can't end here and then she's like gathering all the friends and yeah. different spider-man i'm like it can't end here and then like the shot of them standing all together i'm like it's gonna end here and it cuts i was like oh so now we have to wait a year and i'm like oh what a movie this movie honestly is is also i can't I even and like i like did the, like the spot guy yeah. what was his name the villain, um, the main villain. First of all, I absolutely love the idea that the guy they hit with a bagel ends up being the main yes. villain. Is that, in this is that so funny? Yeah. Like, and I was watching the movie, the first one again, and I was like, I paused it. I'm like, that's the villain. That's the main. And I'm like, so it's just kind of funny. But like, I love how they like introduce him and he's like not a threat at yeah, all. It's funny. It's like slapstick in comedy. The end, yeah. And I'm like, and I'm kind of like, oh, I don't like the design of this guy. He's kind of weird looking. And he's like, yeah, this is skin, which is not fun for either of us. <laughs> and so, or something and he like that. he was like that. borderline creepy. But in the, end, in the end, he was so menacing. Yes. And like, I'm like, oh my goodness, this is a good villain. Now. That was a great arc. That was a fantastic arc. Yeah. And that... In the comics, and it's not just the villain of the week. In the well, in the comics, that villain is a side villain. Like he's not very, like he's kind of mm-hmm. a punching bag of a villain, right? Uh, but I mean, he's he's powerful. But he's not. They changed him in this movie, where he's he's like the alter ego of Miles Morales, right? Like he's like the mm-hmm. the copy version because the multiverse copied him or whatever, right? So that was a great addition to that villain like that was fantastic right and the whole theme and storyline of like i like that it played on the soap opera nature of comics with the story where it's like 
oh, this always happens, right? Like, so Spider-Man always has to lose someone. But it actually made it a part of the story where Oscar Isaac's character, like the main, right, like like these canon events have to happen. And if they don't, it's going to wreck the all like another world or multiverse. And that tension between Miles wanting to save his dad or just letting it happen. That was a great moment. And by the way, yeah. that proves that he's literally the best Spider-Man. He outran all of them. Right. Well, outwitted <laughs> all of them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, as soon as he got on to go to his world, I'm like, he's not going to the right place. Well, did you notice too the aesthetic? Like, this is what I mean with the yeah. animation well, style. I, I didn't notice. I didn't notice the aesthetic, but Something I knew before he teleported. I'm like, he's not gonna go to the right one, and then I somehow just well, as soon and so as like, soon as he landed in that, but world, I forgot about it. Right. Well, because I'm because I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, well, this kind of looks similar. So yes. then I'm like, well, maybe he did go to the same one, and I was just overthinking it. But then it's the reveal of. The Prowler, but that, but like, that's when you know it's a good twist because, again, the animation style was good because I knew it's some, a good twist when it something was when I I literally see it coming and I'm still surprised right. or you're just like not even surprised but it's just mind blowing because it was like a yeah. twist upon a twist right it was like the first oh, twist was he wasn't in the right place he, and then the second twist he was so cool Miles because this is why this is good writing okay everyone because. Yeah. He's in this new place. The aesthetic is totally different. And you're like, okay, this sounds like Blade Runner. It sounds kind of cyberpunky. Something feels off, mm-hmm. right? And then and then it continues yeah. with the conversation with his mom. He reveals this big moment where he reveals himself to his mom. And she's like, whatever. Like, who is that? Like, who is that? Right? And then, and then the Miles Morales, like even when Uncle uh, Aaron came in and he's like, oh, you don't have your braids in. Where's your braids? Right? And then the actual Miles has the braids and he's the prowler. Like, so even the foreshadowing of the braids, right? And like, but no, and and then she's also like, his mom is like, what did you do to your hair? Right. And you can tell Uncle Aaron is really sinister because he, in that moment when he asks about the braids later on, you know that he knows who the prowler is, right? So he's Mm kind of like, oh, who are you? So right away, Uncle Aaron knows that this is something's wrong. Right. And so it just adds yeah. to the whole tension and the slow reveal of miles Morales of that world being the prowler and being face to face with the Spider-Man. While also, yeah. while also, um, Gwen being in the actual, yes. Like world. And, and like, and yeah. then she goes, it's just, well, in that world has never had a Spider-Man. Right. So, Mm-hmm. That was a cool twist too. Like he looked around and the world's like burning and it's just, it has the big mural of his dad. Right. And, yeah. um, and then he's like, this world doesn't have a Spider-Man. It was, it was good. Like it was just, mm-hmm. cause that's a cool part too in the Spider-Verse. Like what, what about the world with no Spider-Man? Right. Like how would that world be? And like, that's, that's a dark, like the Spider-Man of that world has become the prowler. Right. So like a villain, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty dark, you know? So, so that was, well, yeah. No, he wasn't supposed to be a Spider-Man. Like miles was no, never, it supposed was to be the Spider-Man. spider that came out of that world and bit him. And yeah. so that spider, that 42 spider would have bit Peter Parker in that world. Well, he would have been, yeah, he would have been miles or whatever. Not so Miles would have been Prowler anyways. 
Yes. Which again plays so good into the story of the inevitability of these canon moments and how mm-hmm. all of our stories are planned out ahead of us, just like the comic comics tropes, right? And so the story mm-hmm. was like super well thought out within the world of comics. Like it was this, just and this movie was so emotional. Yes. Yes. I like you know that I've been like looking for movies that have emotion i just love when a movie can make me feel and this movie had it it had so much of that and i'm just like i was in it the whole time it did not feel like two hours if like it just half none of it none of it kept me like i was never bored i never was like oh this is going on too long like I was hooked the whole time and I'm just like I I'm after I'm like I could watch another 2 hours of this. Right. Like give me a 4 hour Spider-Man, I could watch that thing as long as they do it well, right. I but, was like I was worried about that at the beginning because it was so it's very fast paced at the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. And and it's not bad. Like it opens up with Gwen playing the drums and it's like jazzy and Oh man, that intro is super cool. And then like when the title mm-hmm. screen came out, I was like, oh my goodness, I was kind of long. Like it, the title screen came up further in than I thought it would. And I thought the movie was just going to be that quick stylistic. And I, I did, I was, I thought the whole movie was going to be like that. And I was a little worried mm-hmm. and then it slows down for the first time. Right. And it had actually yeah, at the beginning of the like movie. That. At the beginning of the movie, I was kind of worried. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to enjoy this as much as I was hoping. It takes a bit to get into. And I don't know why. Right? Like The but story takes a I bit to get into. enjoying it a lot. Because yeah. Also, this movie was funny. And I watched yes. the trailer after. Yes, it and it the trailer spoils so many of the jokes. <laughs> I, I haven't seen the trailer, so. <laughs> and I'm like, because I just, I was like, I wonder what, what was in the trailer. And it spoils so many of the jokes. And I'm like. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't watch that. Like the one therapy <laughs> joke. The therapy joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that? Like that one, I thought that was so funny. It is good. That was in the trailer. Yeah, of course. It's Sony. Like so like many Sony's, of that chase scene. usually terrible at movies, so. A lot of that chasing scene with all those jokes in it were in the trailer. And I'm like, I'm so glad I didn't watch that trailer because it spoiled so much of the movie. Right. Yeah, usually that's what happens now. Yeah. And so so I felt good for ignoring the trailer. So Josh, is there anything about this movie you didn't like? No. Like I just I love I've always loved this movie or this movie franchise. The first movie is one of my favorite movies. I like I can't help but just like combine them. Mm-hmm. So both of them are like in my top five but it's just one spot because i'm like i don't know they just work that they're a continuation and so it just it's one movie in my eyes the whole (laughs) and the third one will be another one and so it's just it's gonna be like lord of the rings in a way where it's like you don't have each of the movies yeah it all just blends together separate yeah like they're all just one they're one story and so yeah this is the next lord of the rings (laughs) <laughs> well in this one from what i remember this one like the next one's gonna be a direct continuation where the first one kind of yeah. wasn't 
Like it Beyond does, the it does recap a little bit at the beginning of this movie too. Like it recaps the first one a little bit, like, mm-hmm. but not too. No, bad. but it does take a bit to get Actually, into the story. I, this one, one of the friends I went with, she hadn't watched and the first one. Yeah, and like she was still able to like get on board. Like you don't have to watch the first one. It definitely you should watch the first one before watching this one, but like you don't have to. And so it does a really good job of explaining it without explaining it. And the whole time I was watching this, it made me want, I want this animation studio to make like once they're done with Spider-Man, like I want this animation either to make their own stories or like Mm -hmm. imagine. I mean, have you seen Mitchell's versus the machines? No. Is that this, is that this studio? It's by um uh Chris what is his name? Uh Lord and Miller or whatever. Okay, yeah. And so they made and they also made um Claudio with the Chance of Meatballs one. What? But Mitchell's versus the Machines. Yeah. Um uh, Mitchell's versus the Machines is like a different style and it <laughs> that is a really good animation. Okay. Really good. I love that movie. Um, they also made Lego movie. And I can tell because the characters move in 12 frames per second where everything else is 24 frames. So here's a fun fact. Movies are filmed at 24 frames per second. So Mm -hmm. Avatar 2 tried to do 60 frames at certain points. So did the Hobbit trilogy. And it just, Mm -hmm. I don't like it. So Typically, cinema and film is filmed at 24 frames per second. The characters, so this movie is filmed at 24 frames per second, but the characters move at 12. And same thing with the Lego movies. So oh, it feels so good. kind of like stop motion-y. Like this is animation. It is, but I've so is stop motion, by the way. This is it. Stop motion is a form of animation, but I know. But Lego, no, but Lego. I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm just I'm saying this movie. Like you can call Pixar movies animation, but this is this is real animation. Well, it's a mix of hand drawn, painted, and CG, right? Like so. this is this is a literal art. Yes, it is. Yeah. And it's just it. I, yeah. I just want more movies. It just blows my mind. Animated, like, like I mean, this. have you seen Puss in Boots? But that's CG. It's not the same. No, watch Puss in Boots: <laughs> The Last Wish. <laughs> Like, come on, Jordan. Uh, this whole time, okay. you have been sleeping on animation. No, I, I have been not. sleeping on Shrek. I've been telling you this. Because I'm tired of Shrek. <laughs> no, watch Puss in, Puss in Boots and The Last Wish. You will not regret Josh, it. Josh, that movie just sounds no, like a stop. dumb movie. Watch, <laughs> watch the movie, Jordan. I will watch stop it. Stop sleeping on it. So, okay, okay so... This movie, you're the type of people to be like, oh, these are for children. I had um, <laughs> you're you're like, an the annoying last thing person. I want to talk about with this movie is this movie has tons of deep cut stuff with like tons of different Spider Man IPs. There's tons of Spider Men in this mm-hmm. movie and Spider Ladies, uh, which is super fun. Spider Woman's there. Woman. There's like the Spider Man meme of them pointing at each other, which is awesome again. Um, and that actually, that scene was spoiled for me in the pre-roll of 
like I went to the movie and the pre well yeah. pre roll question thing the movie show before the movie starts that part was spoiled for me. Um, ah, uh, that's that's the worst. It always happens when you're about to watch the movie. <laughs> Yeah, like I like I always avoid spoilers and watching trailers, and then it's literally the trailer before the movie that okay. spoils. So we all yeah. have watched the Spider-Man trilogy in the MCU, right? And we've seen the mm-hmm. other the Spider-Man saga, right? Um, the Andrew Garfield. So all that's in here. All the Ben moments are in here. Was Tom was Tom Holland in it or no? I don't think he was. No, but that's my question. Because he's not Sony. Donald Glover is in it, though. So I wanted to ask, because Donald Glover... Well, okay. Technically, Donald Glover, he wasn't... Like, he's implied to be the Prowler in Marvel. Well, in the first... But he's just Uncle Aaron. So in this, he's the Prowler. Right. In the other one, he's he's implied to be Uncle Aaron. But in the first Spider-Man movie, he's in high school. Yeah, and he's impl- people have implied him to be the MCU's Miles Morales. So I think I think they have. Oh, I think they had him as the Uncle Aaron in the MCU. No, they didn't, because he was in high school with them. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was in the he was in the parking lot, the parking garage, at the car. He was also there too. Um, just wait. And so I remember them implying that he's Uncle Aaron. I don't. I don't think Donald Glover should be Miles Morales. You don't think so? I think he would be better as Uncle Aaron. Oh, look at that, Josh! You are correct. Okay. You wait. So oh, just wait. He's implied. Oh, just wait. He's implied. Com- okay. Depends on the website you read. <laughs> okay. Well, that's. Oh. But here's no. the thing. He's in- no, no. You know what he says? He says, "I have a nephew nearby." Okay. He says that. He said he mentions his nephew. Okay. So they have. So he's implied to be. So he's implied to be Uncle Aaron. Right. And his nephew is Miles. So I like Miles Morales won't have nephews, and that was in that was in the second movie, right? Like in the first movie, I, I don't know. he was, was in one of them. He's in. Uh, he's in. This is how I think they them. got around it. He's in two of them. So that he's technically not the Prowler in Marvel, right? In in Disney in, in MCU. So I think that's how they got around it. So he's the Prowler in Sony, but they never did anything with him in Marvel. Well, I was even surprised to see him in this movie. So my next question mm-hmm. was, is he? That's the reason he's in it, because he's implied to be Uncle Aaron. Right. But is he going to be? You tried to test I, me. By Dad. the way, Josh, the Prowler is also Miles Morales at the end of this movie. Yeah. So. But he no, in I'm Marvel, saying... he mentioned <laughs> he mentions his nephew, though. OK. I Miles doesn't that. have a nephew. He's an only child. <laughs> I'm just saying, I did not realize. I don't remember him <laughs> saying that. What world are we in? But I was just gonna say, no, is the whole cover re- going the to be in the MCU he's in because he's in this movie? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. Maybe not now. 
Well, the time is now because Sony, Sony might have just taken They're him. done with Spider-Man, right? Like, by the way, Spider-Man exists in the MCU because Sony is a part of that. So, yeah, anything. The, the one franchise that has the most crossover is Spider-Man. Because Sony owns it. Right. So I don't think it's off the table to lend. Thank goodness Sony did not sell <laughs> Spider-Man. Oh my goodness. I remember people being like, oh, they need to sell Spider-Man to Disney or whatever. But like, like we probably wouldn't have gone these. No, but like who thought these movies would be this good? You know what I mean? Like that's the other yeah, side of it. it it's true. like Sony makes hit or miss. Like their villain movies haven't been, <laughs> they've been hit. They they've been hidden hit or miss. No, but like most, like the okay. Venom movies have been decent. Like they're fun. Right. But that's the thing. Sony is just every single movie they release, even with animation, it goes open season, surfs up open season. Right. And then cloudy, the chance of meatballs and then emoji movie. And then, Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse. So, Josh, so like these movies... Ups and downs. Like, they don't have consistency. So, Sony must own the, these studios that made this movie. Like, they... Because Cloudy Chance of Meatballs is Sony. Yeah, but I don't know if Mitchell's... Vers- I like... I Like, because Lord and Miller, they're just directors. I think they just get them to work on a lot of it. Interesting. Okay. Because they're good. So, like, Tom Holland is saying he wants to take a break from Spider-Man... They just to finish the trilogy. So my thought—I mean, him and Zendaya just broke up. When I yeah, so when I saw Donald Glover in this movie, I was like, "Oh, are they going to do?" Is that to be honest? Thing? When I saw Donald Glover as Prowler, I felt it felt really weird. Like I don't know how I'm going to take a live action Miles Morales. Yeah, they're going to do it. Like it's not going to be as good as this. Well, that, that's that's movies. my other. That's why I want to ask the question because. This is the first movie version of Miles Morales, right? So, and you this like I don't know how you're going to react to this, but I honestly think Miles Morales is my favorite Spider-Man. And that's fine. I'm not, like I'm I, not surprised cuz you're like younger. I don't yeah. I don't care about Peter Parker. Yeah. Anymore. I mean you're Miles Morales is it. And have you read any of like did you read Ultimate Spider-Man? No. Nope. Okay. So like that this this movie is based off of these movies are based off of like Michael C. Bendis is a, a producer on these movies. He's the one that wrote a really celebrated Ultimate Spider-Man. It's the reboot of Spider-Man and it's Miles Morales. He's the one that created mm-hmm. the character Miles Morales, Michael C. Bendis. Mm-hmm. So um he's like the father of this character and uh but but Miles Morales has really good stories in these movies and in the comics and in the game, the Spider-Man video game. Yeah. So it's gonna be really I hard. Finish that game. And I would say that game is better than the first one. Like I actually prefer to play it. Miles Morales is just better. So that that's See, what my thing is he's not my favorite. I finished the first game. Yeah. I finished the first game and then went immediately into Miles Morales. That's a lot. And so at that point, I was it's like, way too much Spider-Man. <laughs> so I have to go back and replay Miles Morales. His electric, electric I, abilities in the, in the second game yeah. are awesome. Yeah, really good. Uh, yeah, I'll probably start playing that in the fall. Yeah, and so I, I, I think Disney, I think the MCU are kind of screwed 
Oh, yeah. Because get them out of here. They, I think they Who were wanting to do Miles Morales, and I think that's the next. Step. This is the first time okay. I was excited to talk about a Marvel associated film. Well, Guardians was good, so we had fun. With yeah, that. but you know, it's still Marvel. Like I, I had to take a mark off because it was Marvel DC or Marvel Disney. Okay, this one. So, Josh, can we talk about the last thing, last category before we rate the movie? Can we talk about the music in this movie? So yes. I, I, I have to download the soundtrack right away. I did too. Yeah. I have to say the first one has a better soundtrack. Oh, it does. Okay. I'll download them both. Um, Like the Prowler theme from the first one is so yeah, good. good. What's up, Danger? Insane. Like the first one has is so it's a lot better in my opinion. Okay. This one is still good. Mm-hmm. Like, I really like the song Annihilate. That's a great song. That's the best um, song in the movie. Yeah. yeah, I agree. And but like, and I think this this one is really good at being a. Like, it blends in with the movie. Mm-hmm. And so it works with the movie. It's just not as listenable. Like, I find it not as fun to listen to it on its own at, compared to the first mm-hmm. one. Like I'd rather listen to the first one on its own. This one is just really good with the movie. Yes. But it's good. I'm not saying it's bad. But it is sounds like it's the weakest part of the film for you. Uh probably, but like that's not saying much because it's still <laughs> not weak. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like it's just like it's just comparing it to the first one and so but like I don't know. What's up danger? The Prowler theme. I mean, even Sunflower. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, I do not like that song. Fair enough. I hate that song. <laughs> and like you hear it everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a good soundtrack. Yeah, I loved it. I liked it a lot. So I, th- yeah. I just, this movie... Um, I just love the story of this. This movie is such a good. I like the the. I just love the the, the tradition of what Spider Man is, where it comes from, versus Miles like changing it, changing his story, right? And like mm-hmm. getting rid of the canon and like the implications of that. He's like, and, I'm not like most Spider Men, and like even knowing that you know Gwen Stacy dies, right? So this is why the story is so good, because as a comic fan. Gwen Stacy's death is one of the saddest moments. Like it's one of the saddest Mm -hmm. comic books ever written period. And it's one of the most celebrated comic, comic book, uh, like comic runs ever period. And so, you know, she's going to die. So even like that dramatic irony of, Hey, like when is she going to die or is she going to die? Like it kind of, this movie, the story, do you think she's going to die in the next one? I don't know. Like that, that's but that's why this story is so well written and well done because that's the thing you can't really guess like and this movie pretty much um proves that you literally can't guess what happens because it turns out that the guy who got hit by a bagel is the villain <laughs> who on earth and would have guessed making that? a whole <laughs> what i'm trying to say though is making a whole story revolving around the tropes of comics and like the cheesiness of the, you know what I mean? Was so smart. Mm -hmm. And like, and then playing with that, Oh, like this person is going to live now. And this is our own story. And, and it's still respecting tradition. And that, that was the main conflict of this movie, right? Like 
just fall in line, respect mm-hmm. tradition, respect where Spider-Man's come from and keep it going or pave this new way. Right. And then having the two mm-hmm. miles face off against each other at the end was just, is such a good add on oh, to that face. Face right. off. They didn't really. So it's, uh, face off. it's super cool. This movie was, I do think it's better than the first one, but I have to watch the first one again. Um, yeah, I I'm gonna watch this one again. Probably go on Saturday. By the way, did you like Peter B. Parker with the baby? Yeah, isn't that wasn't that awesome? I, did. <laughs> I thought it was funny. And then the baby, my fa- one of my favorite moments is when he's like, "Don't tell him." Honestly, tell him. all I could think about, all I could think about with them was you and Bobby. yeah. So okay, so I, my favorite part <laughs> in this movie is when he's putting her to bed and then like. Gwen comes in with all the with the transport thing, right? Like the multiverse thing. I think it was. It's it's oh, at the yeah. end, no, and then no, he's yeah. like, and she's like, "Come on!" And he he's like, "Don't tell mom." And then the baby, uh, Mayday, right, pulls the hood over her face yeah. and goes with them. It was awesome. I was like, "Hey, that's pretty. That's the best part of the movie. I love that part. I laughed out loud, especially when he's like, "Don't tell mom," and it's and it's uh, Mary Jane, <laughs> right? So. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. I loved that. I think that Spider-Man was my favorite Spider-Man in the movie just cuz not not because I have a kid, Nick but Miller. it was just so funny and he's just bringing her like he's chasing Miles Morales and the kids on him in that backpack carrier thing and Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, it was really good. And he's got like the slippers and robe on still. <laughs> yeah, no. He it was just so good how they even treated the last characters. Just... Yes. Yeah. Also, it, yeah. I I wa- rewatched the end credit scene of the first one, and it was like a perfect end credit scene because it's they built on it. They showed what was going to be in the second right. one, and I still didn't realize what the second one was going to be about. Right. Yeah. I'm just uh, I'm just convinced that I can be tricked by literally anything at this point. I'm just Well, our brains are easily I, I just get so, our brains are easily I tricked. just get so involved and just I put myself in this world so much that I don't predict anything. Like I just I'm that, so drawn that's into movies the are, world that I just movies are for, right? Yeah. And they should and I just be let the movie do its thing in that way. I just let it do its thing. And I'm glad but if, but because if those, I I don't want to But if those things aren't well done, Josh, then you sit there mm-hmm. predicting the movie when the acting sucks, yeah. when the directing Because a sucks. lot of the times yeah. when we do this on our podcast, you talk, you're just like, oh, I saw this coming and that coming. I'm like, I was just like in this world. I didn't see anything coming, right. even if it was obvious. Well, I did not see yeah. this. I saw the first twist coming and then I clued in right when the moment was happening that, oh, this is this. If this is Miles, that would be awesome. Right. The Prowler. and. Mm-hmm. And having that payoff was just because as soon as you saw his outline and then he jumped down, because at first I was kind of confused. I'm like, did Aaron punch him? Like I thought someone else punched him, right? And mm-hmm. then it's again excellent writing. You still don't know the answer. And then Aaron's like, This isn't for me. And it, the camera swings over, right? And this like figure is there. And yeah. I'm like, oh my goodness. I'm like, who is this? Who is this? And then I thought, if this is Miles. Of this world, that would be pretty awesome, and it was. It was so good, such Whoa. a good ending. Uh, so, Josh, what would you give this movie out of ten doors? I don't know, uh, probably a ten. Yeah, 
This is a 10 out of 10. This is... And the first one is a 10 out of 10. And these movies together are a 20 out of 10. <laughs> this is my first five out of five stars for this year. Yeah, this is 100%. Yeah, I, I couldn't find... I just can't wait to watch it again. I don't know. I don't know. They Like, people don't know if Twilight was... Five oh five. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't find a thing in this movie that I thought was poorly done. Like even yeah, no. the I, even the. I'm so excited to watch this again. Well, there's just the so many movie. good moments. Like even that moment of the the spaceship shuttle thing going up into the moon, and then when he like, there's that. It's going so quick, and then there's that pause moment. It's very anime, right? Where everything slows right down, and he jumps off the train to go and punch. Oh, I'm like the Oscar Isaac Spider-Man to the moon. Like the main, I'm like, what are you talking like about? Like he like jumps off and it's like, and yeah. it's so slow. Like shots oh. like that were just, and it's, and even having the, the, the character shots look like comic frames, right? When it's introducing characters and it has moments where it shows the different comic frames and like the facial expressions. Like it's just, it feels like you're reading a comic book this movie like it's the, so the cool. rewatchability yeah. on these movies is just it's there's so much and can it, i don't know what I'm and saying. i don't know i don't know like i watch it people think comic books are stupid you need to rewatch the first i'm one. gonna watch it i'll watch it tonight uh like people think comic books are stupid i'm sorry i think like i think spider-man and batman are the best comic book characters ever created I don't think they're dumb. I've only read Flash comics. And there's like and Spider-Man and Batman, like watch this movie, Spider-Man. Spider-Man is so cool. And mm-hmm. just like the, the and this movie has a swagger to it. So sort of the first one where it's just it's just super cool and it's got that hip hop music and it's a swagger. It does. Like it has like it just knows what it's doing. You're somehow making it not Oh, it's like and cool. like sorry. The hip hop. Do I have to say, Josh? It has a vibe. I hate that word. Uh, yeah, like it just has, it has a good and like vibe. The Batman film, the Robert Pattinson Batman movie, had the same like when you has any. It has a good vibe too. When you rewatch it, it's like these people love these comics. You can tell. Mm-hmm. Like these people, yeah. and I kind of got Jordan, a bit of that with the Justice League movie, but like not as much. Jordan, yeah. You need to watch Mitchell's versus the Machine. Yes, I do have to watch that because I this studio actually needs to make more movies. Watch that and watch Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Yeah, you have to. Fine. I watched your weird um, sappy while you were sleeping, so you need to watch. <laughs> you need to watch. Well, Puss in Boots and The Last Wish. On that, that movie. Oh. I bought that movie. <laughs> Puss in Boots? Oh my goodness, you love Yeah. Are you not tired it of on... Shrek? Okay, how many What do you how mean? Many Shrek... Like Shrek isn't even How many Shrek, Shrek isn't even in the it's movie? Shrek... It's Puss in okay, Boots. How many Shrek movies? There's like 9 Shrek movies. Like you're not tired of like those five. characters? Yeah. Yeah, just watch it. <laughs> just watch it, okay? <laughs> It's like it's like the MCU, but better. It's well, it's got like CU. over ninety percent of Rotten Tomatoes, so the Shrek CU. Yeah, and and I heard they're making a new Shrek, and I think oh, it could great. be really good because I'm so excited because 
no, I watched this movie and I'm like, okay, if they continue doing things like this, whatever they release is going to be good. This movie just watch the movie, Jordan. It better be good. I hope you like. Even if you don't like, even if you don't like the movie, you have to see now. You're gonna have to have done agree with me. Well, you have now. I kind of feel what you were describing when I was like. Hyping up succession, right? Yeah, see, now I get it. This is because I'm going into the movie. You get it, where it's like ultra pessimistic because you love it so much. Yeah, right, and because I'm judging it, and you love to tear things down with me. Which, by the way, (laughs) I'm probably gonna watch Succession and like it. I just don't want to watch it because I I've always had this thing where I don't watch hyped things. Right, and I I, honestly I didn't even hear about it until I got Crave, and then I finished The Last of Us. And the fourth mm-hmm. season was coming out. And I was like, oh, I sh- maybe I should watch the show. Like, I heard it's good. I I love jumping on the hype train yeah. like a million years after. <laughs> like, strange. Well, no, it, it's been I'm, fun watching. If, it was fun watching it every week. Like, it was fun. If I don't, like, I know. I, but I always just do this thing. I'm like, oh, whatever. Right. I, if I don't watch it before everyone gets excited over it, then I'm not going to watch it until like way down the road. And for me, that show was Breaking Bad. I didn't watch it until it was off air mm. and done. And by the way, Succession is better than Breaking Bad. 100%. Ooh. Not better than The Sopranos. Not better than The X-Files. Well, it is better than The X-Files, but I just love The X-Files more. But Not better than... Um, maybe know. as good as the I Godfather movies, one and two. But... Oh. By the way, have you seen The Godfather? I kind of watched one in my film okay, class, so but I didn't pay attention. I didn't pay attention. Sometime this summer, I want to watch we do it have to watch care. that movie and review it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, thank you for listening. This is oh, episode be hard. 27 or 28. <laughs> Into the Spider-Verse. So no, this is okay. episode Across 11. the Spider-Verse. Uh, we just reviewed yeah. it. Go watch it. And uh, sorry, we oh. spoiled everything. So If you... <laughs> If you haven't watched this movie and you got to this point, like, what are you doing? Maybe just, that is what you text to Josh. What are you doing? You're, you're probably what are you doing. You're probably like Josh. Jordan, and you think that animation no, movies are just for the I kids. I did not say that. I said no. You probably think that no, though, because you think no, 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 in Boots is new, stupid. I have some really good animated movies that are not for kids that I love that I still watch. Okay. My question to you was: Go watch Boots and Boots. Aren't you tired of Shrek? Of all nine movies no. of Shrek. That, that was my Why question. Why would I be tired of Shrek? The, <laughs> the internet has made it so... There's this whole thing where it's like, Shrek is good. You're like, wow, these are actually pretty good. And then it's... Shrek 1 and 2 like, oh, are good. Can you let me speak, Shrek please? Shrek 1 and 2 are so good. You get to the, Not Shrek is You get good. to the no. point, and then people hype it up. People <laughs> hype it up, and then you're like, oh, this is kind of annoying. But then it keeps going. And then eventually, you're just like, okay, yeah... And then you ironically start agreeing, and then you get to the point where you pretty much gaslight yourself into thinking that it is a piece of, like, it's a masterpiece, a magnum opus. And so everybody is gaslighting themselves, whether they like Shrek or not, because Shrek is just an internet legend now. (laughs) But Puss in Boots and The Last Wish is a literal masterpiece. There you go. Well... Thank you for I watched it in theaters so. and the same reaction I got from this movie where I was just like jaw dropped. 
crazy. Well, Josh, have fun with Puss in Boots and your Shrek movies over there. And thank you so much for listening to yeah, the show. Thank you. And this episode will catch you next week when we go back to the future and review Twilight. Why don't you know? You know, it's a good idea, Jordan. Why don't we make June like animation month? Well, we that's not going to fit with our Twilight episode. I know, but like just in the future. <laughs> Well, why don't we pick a future month to do that in? Do you have a okay, you, fine. you that's your homework, Josh. Why, why don't we do April then? Because that's my birth month. Next year, April. <laughs> Maybe yeah. <laughs> that's so far. <laughs> I expected like August or like July, but well, July is Oppenheimer and Barbie month, so <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! And August is sure. August. April. Why not do April in two years? Not, <laughs> anyways. Yeah, why don't we just wait five years down the road? Thank you for listening, and uh, we'll yeah catch you next week. Josh, <laughs> we got to close the door on the way out. Ciao.